What's up? Are you, man? Are you, how are you? I'm Ryan Clark, man. It's such a pleasure, man. It is such a pleasure, man. I didn't know Ryan Clark could be here, man. I got that. I got that same coat. What's up, man? How are you? All right, brother. Look at you. What the hell, man? You are clean, man. I watch you every goddamn morning, man. Oh, appreciate that, man. We got trade numbers. We got trade numbers. Absolutely. How are you doing, Rick Clark? How are you, man? I know who you are. Kelly Ryan Clark, my man. How you doing, Mr. Twitter? Yeah. I know, right? I love him, man. My friend, man. Rick Flair, 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 Rick I mean, the pivot, like we didn't, this, this is it. This is it, man. I mean, major, major pivot. Major pivot. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we talking shaking. to, I'm yeah, saying we talking to the, the Rolex wearing. Oh, my uh, you know what I'm saying? The ring wearing. Oh, uh, you know what I'm saying? It. Jet flying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kiss stealing. Son of a gun, man. And all the above. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Ric Flair. The man needs no oh, yeah. introduction. You know, Channing, Fred. You know, this, this might be it. I may retire from podcasting uh, after this. <laughs> hey, man, this is The Pivot. Subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. And make sure you like, you know, the more you like, the more we like you. Rick, so I'm just going to jump right into it. We know what we got to see when we cut our TVs on and Ric Flair got under the lights. Mm -hmm. What type of childhood makes that man, though? You had to, your parents, like, like my dad is freaking awesome. My, my dad's here. Like, he's crazy, parties, he... He taught me how to be a man in so many ways. What was your childhood like? Yeah, just the opposite. I mean, well, my parents were fabulous, but I was, um, my dad had two doctorates, med med medical doctor and a PhD in theater and English. My mother had a master's in theater and English. They were more than like well-educated. My dad was the valedictorian of the, of the high school in junior year. Wow. In high school in Virginia, Minnesota. So. And I'm adopted, so um, <laughs> I don't know how they ended up with me. Man. <laughs> you know, I was 13, 13 years in high school. <laughs> One more. <laughs> and then uh, I went to Minnesota, you know, and I ended up not predicting, you know, that is. In other words, I didn't go to class. I probably, probably would have started my sophomore year, but... Um, I don't know. I just, um, they, they, were, they were great. I was just a lot to handle. I'll be honest with you. I don't know how they put up with it. I was just born <laughs> to, be, to be the nature boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I was going to get into Freddy, that. Freddie, Freddie, you got to take yours in, man. Oh, we got to yeah, take our chances. Yeah, we, 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 oh, you know, yeah. You know, chip us, Rick. I should have worn my new, my new suit over here, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, you said being adopted. Is it safe to say you were never bullied as a kid? Yes. Yeah? Never bullied. Just a natural badass. No, no, I just got along with people, to be honest okay. with you. I don't, I don't, I didn't conduct myself like that. I just, I didn't have problems. I just, it's kind of like when I got into business, and I mean, 
can be a very tough and sensitive business and mm -hmm. you can fight it, you know, and you know what I'm talking about who's going when who's gonna win, who's gonna lose. Right. Rick Flair, the persona. When when did it start? Yeah. You know when I really started thinking about it was when I saw Joe Namath. Really? At Alabama, yeah. He just but I mean three or four years older than me, but I was in high school, obviously. Mm -hmm. And when I heard that he slept with a hundred girls in freshman year, <laughs> Broadway Joe, baby, I said that I got a man. <laughs> I love it. So, so hey, it, I mean, I say this to this day. I mean, you guys tell me how, how you honestly feel about this, especially you, Ryan. I mean, all of your athletes. If you put Tom Brady and um, Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers and all these guys in the room, and Joe Namath was sitting in the room with them. Who's the first guy you'd walk to? Joe Namath. Much respect, Joe. Yeah. Broadway. Yeah. Nobody, nobody ever liked him. I mean, in terms of turning the league around, he's responsible for making the AFL. I mean, it's just, I mean, they, they, he doesn't get enough credit, you know, because he had so many injuries and the knees and that. But, I mean, he just brought so much charisma to football and the sports. I saw this guy in the mink coat, and then I went and got a mink coat, and then when I got older, and... I just thought he was it, you know, reading about bachelors three in the clubs and you know, we all we all kind of grew up on that. Yeah. So the yeah. difference is the NFL though, they're gonna protect the shield. Yeah. You know, they can't yeah. have one player bigger than the Oh game. no, I realize. Yeah. He, he so was bigger than wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, you were bigger than wrestling. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I you know, it's in our funny, opinion. And it is now because people look back on it and it it's changed a lot. But I mean, like my some of my best friends are like Snoop and I are really close and Charles Barkley and I mean, I just have a, I don't know, I mean, like, I, I, it's just something I felt. To, to, to my dismay, once in a while, <laughs> living my life, <laughs> everything I said on TV, I pretty much did. <laughs> Four marriages. <laughs> so, yeah. You have, do you have to, like, crank up? Like, do you, can you go from being Rick, you chilling, watching the game, because you love sports, obviously. Right. And then you have, yeah. to, you have to come Nature Boys? Like, yeah, no, what, no, what's can, that? One cup of coffee, Nature's ready to go. <laughs> Always. But no, I would have had two before I got over here. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but you have to, like, you have to, you, you, you know that you have to change, that you have to no, click I, in when you see it, I don't have a problem with that. I don't, I don't overthink it. I just, you know, we used to remember Buckhead when Buckhead was just fabulous, right? We'd, mm. we'd fly in there on a private jet Friday night, stay out till four in the morning, five. Show up at Turner Tech Wood with Turner Studios and need two hours of live TV, and then you guys watch it at six at night. So, but it was just just the way we were. Like Dusty, the same thing. Dusty just had that charisma, you know. It's it's just really not fair for the kids today. They don't have the they don't travel like we did. They don't have the lifetime experiences because social media doesn't let you go out and have fun. I mean, we just had so much fun. I mean. I was with, I saw Ricky Morton yesterday. Remember Rock and Roll yeah. Express? Yeah. I wrestled him 18 consecutive hour draws. And when, uh, when back in like 86, oh when we, we shot a Lango back then. Right. 18 consecutive hours. Nine, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, twice on Saturday, twice on Sunday, two weeks in a row. And I saw him yesterday. I mean, they don't, people don't understand. I didn't, I didn't have a day off for, from 74 to 89. Wow. Wow. And if I did, they would want me to go, you know, someone needs a favor, you know, you're the champion, don't want don't make the board of directors mad. But I just made the best of it. I had fun and traveled the world and, mm -hmm. you know, got to meet so many great people. And now, look at it, I'm, I'm here today. All right. So, well, uh, Rick, I, I just want to um, 
Just staying with Dusty Rhodes, one time I, I watched the interview, you said he inspired you. I, I want to know what it was like when you guys had your matchups. Like, well, it was great, chemistry. but what, what was, was me and Dusty, man, we had, I would argue about who was going to go first because I, <laughs> I wanted him to make the first interview, but he was the booker. So <laughs> he put me out there first more. So, um, yeah, we just went at each other and it was it was fun. You know, it was, you know, it's like half ass shoot, if you know what I mean by that, but it's not, not done to kill each other, but we were, we were very competitive. But that's what, at any level of sports, whether it's, you know, whether they, they, we are choreographed, but if you guys watch it, it's pretty Oh, it's a high level of, 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 of athleticism. Level of athleticism yeah, like the things you guys did. Yeah, man, my daughter and Ronda went down. Yeah. And Ronda Rousey, by the way, can kick anybody's ass in this room. She, 100%. Oh, no, I, I go to her sometimes. She's like, I'll kill you. <laughs> how, how is that, though, watching your daughter oh, I love do it. what you do? Oh, it's great. God, it's a, it's a, it's the highest high of my life. Forget anything I ever did. She's eclipsed it. And I've become good friends with Rhonda. And I mean, they're two of the greatest athletes, I think, in the, in the world today. But your daughter, like, playing ball. Like, yeah. our sons play ball. Yeah. Uh, Ryan's son is at Arizona, well, yeah, Arizona State. State. Yeah. Joe, Joe's a monster. Like, watch, watching our kids play a sport like that, a competitive sport, or mm -hmm. even a combat sport, you're scared of them getting hurt. Do you, you don't watch your daughter fight with fear? Because I don't, like, I, I did, every I, time my son hits somebody, I'm like, I, I, I did it first, but I've heard Ryan say this on TV. The minute you worry about getting hurt, you can't compete at the highest level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking, when I, as I got older, and they one, I mean, I was 56 years old, and they wanted me to wrestle Brock Lesnar. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> Wait. I go to Brock. Just go easy, kid. Listen to me. I won't hurt you. <laughs> don't hurt me. Right. More so, don't <laughs> I'll hurt me. I'll just poke you in the eye, and that's it. Just go, ah. <laughs> but um, uh, your, your, your son's out there with... Um, He's out there with Herm, Herm Edwards. Yeah, Herm, I love him. I never got to meet him. I love yeah. him, man. Rick, you can pretty much meet whoever you want. Yeah. Like no, the, no, but I, I was going to go out there. Leslie's daughter is on, is tra is a, uh, throwing, is, she's on a track and field team. Okay. Yeah, so, um, and my, my youngest stepdaughter's out there. Oh, I got you. Yeah, so, like it's yeah. A, it's, no, I love her, man. I thought he was great at broadcast. Like it's crazy to hear you because you know you talked about Joe Namath and you spoken mm -hmm. about Dusty Rhodes and and like all of these people that inspired you. You know, you mentioned mm -hmm. Joe Namath being a guy that kind of gave you this is the persona I want to have. Yeah. Like you got to realize, like for our culture, mm -hmm. you are like that. You know, you yeah. mentioned being tight with Snoop. Like, there's a reason. Yeah. Like, Snoop ain't out here trying to be tight with the ultimate yeah. warrior. Yeah. Yeah. God rest his soul. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. there was a reason you had a, you had a swag, you had a, yeah. a charisma, you had a confidence that in our communities it resonated. It was like, you know, because we didn't have a ton of people yeah. that looked like us. It was like, nah, Rick is ours. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're the guy. And so, yeah, when, LeBron, LeBron told me that I, first time I met LeBron, he said. You're the reason I bought my first Rolex watch and you kept me out of a lot of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. And know. Do, do you know that? Like, do you, do you, do you recognize that? Like, I know, Rolex, I know Rolex owes me a commercial. But do you recognize what you did to you know, us being younger guys? Like, yeah, do you I, I recognize do, that I do, I do you, now you gave I, swag like, to people? Killer Mike and I've just, you know, even a Bad Bunny, I mean, just all, everybody is. You don't think about it when you're growing up or why you're doing it. But actually, I'm probably more, better known now than I was when I was actually wrestling at my height. So it's just grace of God being in the right place. Oh, you're 30 for 30. And uh, this is this is what Channing's been wanting to get to. I've been oh, seeing him over there. 
Because uh, he oh. said he said Namath had a hundred in one year. Yeah, so, so I heard about your number. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Rick, I heard that, about your number. That was just hypothetical. <laughs> but it was it was but what it was ten thousand was the number I heard. Ten thousand women. That's what we're speaking about, right, RC? Ten thousand women. Rick, ten thousand? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, you know, if I say it to you, you won't believe this. No, I believe it. Okay. Do 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do that for 20 years. Mm. Yeah. Then do 200, then do 300 days for 20 years. Right? That's 40. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, I got you. But it, it, but I, I, I had fun. Run it up. <laughs> I, had, I had fun. Run it up, like run that. it up, run it up. <laughs> no, no, I, I just had fun. <laughs> And, and believe me, like I, I said in my 30 for 30, if I'm in Hutchinson, Kansas, wrestling an hour in a, in, a, in a used car parking lot in the rain, people are walking around looking at used cars, which we did as a world champion. And I mean, it's a true story. And I'm, I'm going to find something to do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and they all get better looking at clothing time, trust me. <laughs> you are absolutely the most gorgeous woman I've ever seen in my life. How old are you? How much do you weigh? <laughs> are, you, are you even in the, in the realm? <laughs> why, why was the weight important? Huh? <laughs> uh, that's just me. <laughs> so a di- a di- I'm just entertaining you guys. So a, right, di- a right. dime at 9 p.m. is different than a dime at 2 a.m. Oh, a lot different. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different. Especially after 20 vodkas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. And it, it, even that, like that lifestyle, like yeah. maintaining that through life, like did, did it start getting to you? Because I, I, bro, we know that yeah. you did your thing. Like yeah. we don't know what ten thousand might be, but we know you had a good time. I did. But like, did it start like after after so long? Did it start wearing on you, or you just you embraced it, nature? It, 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 you know, I must died four years ago, right? Yeah. And uh, and I had a stoma for years. I mean, I was, it took me two years. Really, two years to heal from that, and uh, that, then the stoma came off, and I started, you know, just my testosterone level went down to 23. It, it, that that alone can kill you, right? I mean, that's how sick I was. So then I went into business for myself, um, you know, looking for the what, what do we call them, uh, the age rejuvenation clinic. <laughs> <laughs> Two shots a week now. Right. <laughs> you ready I'm, to go? I'm back up and running now. You got that man? I'm making a commercial for the game. <laughs> Rick, you 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 mentioned you know almost almost dying, and for someone that's larger than life mm-hmm. to to many people, what was that experience like? You know, facing your mortality. Well, I tell you, the damnest thing I was. Actually, with with the guy that I'm working with today, um, Chris Randolph, at a bar in Atlanta, and he'd come into town. We were doing a alligator boot uh, 
and uh, we drank two straight days. And at five o'clock, he took off for the airport to uh, Atlanta to come back here. And I, 31 days later, I woke up in ICU, and I don't even remember it. Wow. wow. 13 days on life support. So, I mean, then I had no memory for six months. I couldn't, I could remember going forward, but I had no memory of the past. And it was like, and they wrote me off. I mean, they, they made a package. The, 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 I was in the, the operative on Monday morning, and the WWE made a package because it was like five percent chance that I'd make it through it. So, yeah, it, it makes you it makes you reevaluate. Answer your question. It makes you reevaluate everything. But at the end of the day, I still think that if you're not hurting anybody and you're certainly not being malicious, I, I don't think it's wrong to have fun. And I. I'm not going to stop. You know, I, I spent a year, which is, which is really hard, hard to deal with. I spent another year worrying that I was going to die every day. Does that make sense? Right. Once you've been that sick, I mean, you, all you do, and then it's kind of like getting over that anxiety. Then you start feeling more comfortable. And then I had, you know, one beer and then one champagne and then two beers. And then mm -hmm. a couple of, you can now I'm drinking a vodka once in a while. So I... I'm just, I'm just, I'm comfortable, and I'm, and I guess the best thing, I, the best way to put it is, uh, I, 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 there's nothing else left for me to do, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna have fun, and my, my family's all in a good place, successful. Both my daughters are doing well, my son's doing well. I lost a son, you know, and uh, it was just an anniversary the other day, but um, I'm just lucky. I mean, how am I here today with you guys? I'm 73. And you're over here telling me that I'm something special. How, how lucky am I? So you're, we're coming up on the 10-year uh, anniversary of your son's passing. Um, yeah, it was it 13. 13, yeah. right? Yes. Um, do you do anything special in remembrance, or would you do anything different, you know, next year? Maybe? I cry a lot. I sure that you the sad thing is that he was on my watch. Does that make sense? His mother, I just flew him back from Japan because he wanted to go to WrestleMania. And he was wrestling in Japan. I finally thought I found a place where he couldn't get in any trouble, right? told him when I left, I said, they put Paul McCartney in jail here. Okay, buddy, you can't go around in Japan. And you can't. The laws are much stricter than here. But somehow he, he came home and he was staying with his mom and he uh, kept calling me, Dad, please come, please come get me. I can't take it over here. So I went and got him, brought him with me, took him and bought him a couple of new pairs of Nike tennis shoes. And I let him out of my sight for about an hour and a half. And then we're up at Del Frisco's in Piedmont Road, and I'm with uh, friends. We're watching, actually watching what, what's going on right now, the NCAA tournament. And uh, he wasn't drinking, he was drinking water, he wasn't doing anything. And we went back to my place. I got there and there he was on the floor. You know, and I've seen him like that a hundred times. I, I basically told this story in, in my uh, 30 for 30, but I just, Ado, I called him, 
911 again because that's the ambulance and it's the police. It's not just the ambulance. So, and every time the police, I, I had such a good rapport with the police in that that they they didn't report them. They didn't make the news every time they went in. So that was them being nice to me. But I decided oh, I'm just not going to do it again. I'll just put them back to bed, which I have done it both ways. And in the morning, I went to get him because we were going to WrestleMania. And I went to wake him up, and he was purple again, which I've seen. And uh, the Narcon didn't work this time. And the guy walked out in the hall. And they, you know, they always ask you to leave the room for a second. Walked back in the hall, and the guy said, he said, Ricky didn't make it. Come on. I mean, I just. Hmm. No, I just. I was in shock. Yeah, that's. No, no, I'm not trying to bring the mood down, guys. I'm no, gonna... no, no. Like I mean, we all, we yeah, all have, we all have children. Yeah, <clears throat> it's the worst. And, and it, you learn that for time. That damn heroin's not an addiction; it's a disease. You know, we've all had addictions, or and I'm not all of us, but I mean, we've all had issues. You know, like when I was in rehab, when I put me in rehab, I started smoking. Took me three months after I, after I got out of rehab to get to quit smoking, and yet you know nicotine is nicotine is one that kills me. I, I dipped for thirty years. Mm-hmm. Finally, I just said, "You've got to quit this." I mean, you know, you're gonna lose the lip, you're gonna something's gonna happen, and uh, but it's so strong, you know. Look, Rick, Rick, what's that healing process? Now nah, you, yeah, I'm tearing up. Oh, well, ask me. Well, it's fine, but what, what's that healing process? Cause like you said, we all got kids, multiple kids. Cause yeah, yeah I can make babies, Rick. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 good at it. Okay. I'm two times yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what's what's that like that healing Se- process? Sec- secretary of Dr. Pasture. <laughs> he said he's two times snip. <laughs> but, 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 like, like with that thing, man. Like, how, how do you like? I, tough day one, day two, day three, and now you know what I'm saying. Like you say, thirteen years later. Like, are you here? Are you? Well, for five years, I drank from ten in the morning until two a.m. Because of that. Yep. I quit, I, quit, I quit working out. Everything. Something I've done every day of my life. I worked out every day of my life. 500 free squats, an hour on the Stairmaster, on the Revolving Stairmaster, the PT 4000. I mean, I mastered them all. I was one of the reasons I was successful, I think, in business. I was in better shape than most of the guys I wrestled. I mean, I, mean, I don't, I, I think it was four years, but I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't shake it. I just couldn't shake it. I just couldn't, I couldn't live with myself. I just kept wondering every day you wake up. And it's still right in front of you what happened. Because he and I were so close. Uh, you know, it was, a, it was a guy that he won 14 state between Georgia and North, North Carolina State AAU wrestling championships. He won four nationals, the Tulsa Nationals, uh, Tournament of Champions, the AAU Nationals twice. And you know, maybe I pushed him too hard. Then he went to you know, Blair Academy as Ryan, right? Yes. Up in New Jersey. Yep. He got in the rare uh, Blair, Blair Academy, which is like they were 21 national champions in prep, prep school national champions, which is really a tough. Usually when you think prep school, you think it's not as tough as that Blair Academy and St. Ed's and stuff like that is big time. 
And uh, sometimes I wonder if I pushed him too hard, you know. It's like Ashley. I, when I saw that Ashley had these gifts, I just went, as, as every father that's played sports, you know now you got to get the jump on it. If they got the you gift. Support. Yeah, you can't just start in the ninth grade anymore. You can. Mm -hmm. But if they have that gift and you don't give them the, you know, and, and, and by the way, as you know, being a traveling AAU parent, it's a lot, it's a big responsibility for the parents, but it's your kids, man. If they're good at it, you want them to have everything they have. So, but somewhere along the line, I I, I must have pushed them too hard. Is, is that something that you blame yourself I, for I, now? I think it's possible, yes. I don't blame myself for it, but I mean, I, you know, I, mean, you, you know, I think about them every day. And I keep, especially because he would have been so good at this business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, he was quick talk. I mean, he had it, bingo. Dude, he would have loved you guys. He, he remember, <laughs> he was like 16 years old. And I went down to his room one night and <laughs> in a trophy case in the middle of it, he had an empty bottle of Louis XIII. And I said, where'd you get say? So I got it from your cabin upstairs. I said, I said, Reed, you're 16 years old, man. You've got to get a grip. I said, Dad, you and Blackjack aren't booking the territory anymore. <laughs> who, who says that to their dad? <laughs> you're not booking the territory anymore. <laughs> he was a flair. Yeah. yeah, he was a flair. Yeah. Absolutely. Remember Blackjack Mulligan, right? Yes, yeah. sir. You and Blackjack are not booking the territory anymore. Okay. Uh, I walked, but I used to walk. We had three level houses. I just like I almost got an elevator. Because <laughs> I go upstairs, make sure she was sleeping, and <laughs> back down to keep him. Yeah, uh, it was brutal, but uh, they're just two beautiful kids, and they and they just you know it's like I'm sure you have it in your family too. They competed with each other away from my attention. It was a dad. Mom's not going to the wrestling tournament. You're going. I got to go to volleyball this weekend. Right. Can't leave me with mom. She doesn't even know what to, she doesn't even know what to switch is. That. <laughs> <laughs> was, what was, obviously, being Ric Flair, uh, being a nature boy, mm -hmm. is is all-encompassing. You know, you had to be able to turn that on. Like you said, you worked so many days mm -hmm. for, for so many years. Was it hard to be the dad you wanted to be and also be the nature boy at the same time? Well... In fact, my first two kids, I never saw them at all, guys. They moved, their mom aced me, man. I gave her the house and everything, but then she moved back to Minneapolis. And the NWA did not encompass Minneapolis then. So I just saw them in the summertime and then at Christmas and the holidays, but I had to work. So they basically traveled in there. It wasn't like just going to the beach for two weeks off of them, you know? And now, my schedule changed a lot when my kids were growing up, the younger ones. So I got to spend more weekends, and then I got where I was involved in the office where I could take days off on weekends. You know, we'd work five days and then go to a wrestling tournament for the weekend, get back in, be at Raw Monday night. And then, um, so I had a lot more time with them. So it's, you know, it was really unfair to my older kids. That, them I totally understand. But they're doing well now, they understand. And, and I actually, they all moved down to Charlotte where I was at the time. So that was, that which meant I must have done something right in their case. Right. But I did everything financially possible, but I just wasn't there. But isn't that the sacrifice of being nature boy? Like, would that would that be the biggest sacrifice you had to make in life 
being who you were, being you know a worldwide star, but your family had your family. That it is the biggest sacrifice, but yeah. it wasn't me. It wasn't just me being an H boy. It's just being being a wrestler. You know, every I I I'm probably one of the only guys that ever stayed in one city, basically his whole career. And usually the guys you move from territory to territory to territory, like 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 Dwayne's dad, Rocky Johnson. Dwayne, I talk about it. You know, his dad would be a six months in Florida, then maybe a year in North Carolina, then a year out in the Dallas area. That, that's when the territories existed. Mm-hmm. How old are you, Ronnie? You're what, 38? I'm 42. 42. Yep. Who, who were some of the big stars when you were watching? Uh, when, I, when I started, it was, uh, yeah, Jew, uh, Kamala. Uh, Come on, yeah. Jimmy Fly, Snooker. Yeah, so uh, yeah, the guys in New York. Jake yeah. Snake, Jake yeah. Snake. Yeah, yeah. 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 he Jake, was a monster. Jake's Jake down here too. Big Andre the Giant. Yeah, Andre, that was that was there. Yeah, that was yeah. when, when uh, we were kids. I'm thirty eight. We were right there close. Andre and I are the same age. Yeah, I, I drove when, when Andre first started. I drove him around. He broke into Minneapolis with me, and Vern had me drive Andre around. Us. They just call him John Furrier. Then that was a trip, <laughs> taking him down to <laughs> Rush Street in Chicago. Hello, <laughs> <I'm old> ladies. <laughs> meet Andre the Giant. <laughs> I'm with, I'm with yes. this dude. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was easy to get a woman with Andre the Giant. Uh, it was easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big ass lure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know Andre the Giant out in real <laughs> Yes, he wears the 24 ring since you get over here. <laughs> Rick, it had to be it had to be crazy, you know, at that time. Like you said, it wasn't social media like you know, like we have. So you could at least get out. Oh, but yeah, it had to be it. it had to be nuts when when y'all walked into oh, a place. Like you couldn't walk in anywhere and no, not be was, known as the nature was, boy. It was insanity. It was the yeah. great, it was the greatest show. Now it now you'd be get killed for it. <laughs> but yeah, but with clubs and Rush Street, we loved going to Chicago or Urban now. You remember when the Helmsley Palace was the Helmsley Palace? Now it's just the Palace Hotel in Manhattan. It was a, Le- a Leona Helmsley, remember she went yes. to jail? Yeah. yeah. But there was a bar in there called Harry's Bar. Jesus. And then on my 40th birthday, I went down um, the Hawk, the Road Warriors. Hawk said, let's take Flair down to the Lone Star Cafe, and uh, Chuck Berry was playing. And I, I was sitting with Liza Minnelli, um, Bill Murray, and Dan Aykroyd. And I, wow. gave, I gave these college kids that were sitting there 500 bucks apiece. <laughs> And Chuck had me up on stage with him and just incredible stuff. I was there opening the Studio 54. I mean, these are just you know, clubs that were just so famous back then. Like, you are history. You know, like, we're, like we're, we're sitting here listening to you, and 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 some of the names that that you're mentioning, you were at a, you were in a different stratosphere mm-hmm. as, as a wrestler. Like, you were a, a mega star. You know, like, almost a... You were almost out of body in the fact that you became a character that everybody wanted a piece of. Did it ever get, what was it hard for you or how hard was it for you to remember that, you know, you're still Ric Flair? Because the, the the nature boy persona at some point had to take over when- Back then, I, I was I never stopped being Ric Flair. <laughs> Richard Flair was non-existent. <laughs> Are you Richard Flair? Who's that? <laughs> it was when I, when I put down my date of birth at the Age of Rejuvenation Clinic. Now I go two twenty-five sixty-nine. <laughs> yeah, that's when it started. That's when it started. Forty-nine. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna be the first one to do it. Woo! 
Where did that come from, man? I, know I, got, it was I, I was waiting for y'all boys to do it. What the hell? Like, how did that? How did that come to Jerry me? Lewis riding down the road at night? Drive. We used to drive three thousand miles a week, you know. Hmm. Recognize the gracious great balls of fire. Woo, Jerry Lee. Wow. That's where I got it. 1974. So, did you ever have to, because obviously, you know, like you said, now you're more, you're more popular than even when, you know, you were you were wrestling. Was there ever a time that you had to look at it and say, you know what, I'm no longer the star I used to be? Or for you, has it continued to be spotlight and and people you know, wanting a piece of you and, and and fans wanting to take pictures? Or did you ever have some of those moments where you were by yourself and you were like, you know what, I really haven't gotten to to live a life outside of the caricature that I had to become in order to be so famous? You know, people ask me all the time, I, I, my answer is I think I'll be sad today that, I mean, I'll be, I, I won't want that day when I walk in some place and people won't know who I am. Wow. You know, and that's not ego talking. That's just you get there, and then like moments like this, this this is a big deal. I'm on your show. I'm 73 years old, and I and I'm you guys. I'm all all pro. I don't know if you guys are all pro. And I know I know your career very well, mm. and you guys are. I'm I'm entertaining you. How much better in life is it to get than that? Yeah, I think you know that that, that was one of those moments. You know, for us and. We, we, we've done this, and this is only, it's been three months, you know, that, that we've been doing this. And, you know, we've had, you know, the Floyd Mayweathers and the, the Alex Rodriguez's and all of these guys who are stars. But the, the feeling we got when we heard we had an opportunity to sit across from you was different. You know, it, it was one of those where, you know, you call your boys. And I was on, on group text, like, hey, y'all, we about to do Rick Flair. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, and then when, I, when I send it over, I'm getting all of these them getting videos of you and, and, and gifts of you and, and all of these different things because everybody sees you the same way. So I don't think you're ever going to be in danger of walking into somewhere and people not being excited about that. But when you do get your, your moments alone, you know, your opportunities mm-hmm. to reflect on all the things that you've done, what are some of your greatest memories of being the nature boy? You know, right? I just can't pick out just a couple. It's just been lit. I've been doing it so long with so many great, I mean, wrestling Hogan, wrestling Piper, wrestling Sting, Steamboat, Bret Hart. I mean, I've wrestled everybody except the, the current guys. Mm. I have wrestled Randy when he was with Evolution, and I wrestled Hunter, and I mean, I, I just didn't miss any of Shawn Michaels. I mean, all the great ones. And then, Becoming friends, I mean, like having Barkley walk in, you know, the Spectrum was the old building in, in uh, Philadelphia. We were in the convention center. Guess who was sitting in front row in the convention center? Charles Barkley. That's yeah. where I met Charles. We've become lifelong friends. And then, then Dennis Rodman, I used to have a big, I had 10 gold gyms, and I had a big Christmas party at the Park Hotel. And in comes Michael Rodman and... Uh, Scotty Pippen to the Christmas party. <laughs> I got some yeah. great stories for you about that though. <laughs> for another podcast. <laughs> Taking home my aerobics instructor before the big game. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Dennis and I just they so I talked me and Dennis are very close. I mean, 
I haven't seen Michael in a couple of years, but that's these great, great times. I mean, but is there any downside to it? Like, do you ever, you know, what I'm saying you say seventy plus years old. Like, mm-hmm. do you ever look back and like the stress of it, like the stress of being there? Because all the good times, there has to be bad times attached to it. Well, the stress, the stress was missing my kids. That was but, yeah, but, but I've, I've made up for that. Um, and then, of course, we discussed the real stress is trying to figure out. I spend maybe two weeks around this time of the year trying to figure out what I could have done differently. But even like like you're saying, like I had to do the woo. I did the yeah. woo. Like yeah. you ever walk in a restaurant, they got to hit you with it. Hey, Rick, give it to him. And yeah. you, I don't want a woo right now, because I want to go eat a, a chimichanga. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> like, but, yeah, yeah, but here's, the, here's the problem. You know, you can be as nice as you want to everybody all day long. And then if your personality, like in, any of us right here, and the first person you say no to, oh, what a prick. Yep. Uh, right or wrong, right? right? No, you're absolutely well, Ryan right. Ryan what a prick. You wouldn't stop. You can have your kids. They can walk up with that. And my favorite line is, they walk up to you, sorry to bother you, but I said, don't bother me then. Right. <laughs> right. If you're sorry. Yeah. Answer your own question. Right. <laughs> then, I, then, I, then I start laughing because they get, you know, all sign it. Come here. <laughs> right. Before we got started, you know, you mentioned um, it's been a crazy offseason in the NFL. Yeah. You know, you know you're a huge fan. Any predictions for us? Well, my favorite movie is that Brady came back, okay. which I think is going to be great. And I, I just think no matter how old he gets, I mean, he just, you know, here's here's my problem. I can Ryan Clark and crack on these guys all day long because Ryan did it. Here's my take on sports comedy. Mm-hmm. But people that have never done it, never put on a jack, never sweat, never their dick like in the dirt. I mean, yeah. Ryan lived on. Yeah. I hate it when they throw in their two cents. Because mm-hmm. unless you paid that price, unless you paid that price to be who you are and to, and to be like an all, I mean, guys are over all pro. 14 year career, great, but that, to have that all pro, I mean, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. It, was, it was a special for you? Yeah. Yeah, huge, right? Yeah. So then there's all these guys in our business, right, that are that just going along like this. and and. And they, they never get there, you know? And so to be in that position and be in it for so long is just, it's the greatest thing in the world for me. And I, I've, I've learned how to be, obviously, I'm, I have, I've had to really reel in my behavior. Not that anything wrong, but it just, you have to be so careful and it's just, you're micromanaging. You can't say, you have to be very politically correct in the way you conduct yourself and handle yourself and not. So my days of jumping on the bar and all that stuff and buying a hundred kamikazes are behind me. I may buy two now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think um, Tom Brady, you know, certainly for us it was a shock. Yeah. You know, for a lot, a lot of people it's a yeah. shock. Um, but he just does so much. He's, Wait, a, he's a well-ordered he, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, he hasn't lost any velocity on that arm. No, he's, no he hasn't. He, has, he has found uh, the fountain of you. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. take me some TB12 yeah, yeah. and eat me some avocado ice cream yeah. just so I can get in and out of these cars that we ride yeah. around in for the pivot. You got to get yeah. you a Giselle. <laughs> if, that's Giselle's keeping yeah, him, yeah, him yeah, young. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Rick, I don't know if you well, know I'll, 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 keep I wasn't going to throw it in there, but somewhere that has to play some part in it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's, not, think, it's not just the 70 million she brings home. 
<laughs> that would help though. That would help me yeah. play carefree. Yeah. If, the woman, <laughs> if the woman I was uh, yeah. married to brought yeah. home 70 million, I'd be like, hell, no. throw this no. thing anywhere. Yeah. It don't even yeah. matter. No. I can fit it in that you window. Know what? I, I met him twice. He is the nicest guy in the world. He really is. For any, if anybody could be a prick, if, I mean, if anybody could just be a prick, it'd be him. I mean, is that highly thought of, never any trouble, just yep. perfect role model. But he's just the nicest guy in the world. And I, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to walk over. I didn't even know who I was. Yeah. I went to Jim Harbaugh's All Pro Day that one okay. year. Remember yeah. when he had that thing? Mm -hmm. uh, they were trying to sign that kid, um, Rashawn Gary. Rashawn, yeah, Rashawn. Gary. That was that. so. I went to that deal with him and Derek Jeter and all that, mm -hmm. Lou Holtz, and mm -hmm. and, I, and I said, I, um, my 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 wife said, God, let's go over. Said, first rule of fighting, everybody. We don't walk to them. Halfway between them, not walking around like a mark going. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Can I get an autograph, Tom, please? I'm not doing that. Somebody, he, we actually like, met halfway through and he said, I'm a big fan. I, I didn't know whether he would be or not because he grew up in California. Mm -hmm. And, and the TBS market wasn't as strong, but he's, yeah, what a great guy. I mean, I was, I, oh my God. I spent my whole career. Uh, hating Tom Brady in Pittsburgh, yeah. and we practiced with him in Washington, and we talked for like 45 minutes yeah. in the middle of the field. I ended up calling Troy, and I was like, dang it, I freaking like Tom Brady, man. Yeah, yeah. I was like, he's actually a good dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, he's actually a good dude. He is, isn't he? I was like, we now had to take back all of the things we'd say yeah. about him Monday through Saturday before yeah. we play. But this is what I'm gonna say about you, though. Nobody should be a prick to you. You talked about what Tom Brady could have done and how Tom Brady could have behaved. That's the same thing with you. The things that you accomplished, what you meant to young kids like us who got opportunities uh, to watch you, and the things that you actually gave to the culture. So I don't want you to ever believe that somebody is big enough to big time you. And we're just so grateful that no, you came on the you. show, man. No, and thank I, you so much. No, thank yeah. you. Are you kidding me? I'm honored. Thank you. Thank, thank you very you, much. Man. We appreciate you. Yeah, you want to yeah. get one more out before we end? Woo! Woo! <laughs> My man, having a hard time. Keep me delegated down. <laughs> Thanks, man. Man, thank you We're so much. Good. Good. It's good now. Yep. I'm doing it all. Awesome. Yes, sir. Thanks, guys. Man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Nature Boy Rick right here. Enjoying every moment with my men on the pivot. Hold up, limitless, take a stomach cap, pin in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. Uh, on a mission, got me up. Knowing uh, me, I got the key. Uh, only vision I can trust. Uh, trust, uh, limitless, take a stomach cap, pin in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. Uh, on a mission.